I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Entrepreneurial Personality Type podcast that was created for game changers, empire builders, world makers, those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and obsess about creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. We are the minority, the few, those willing to envision a better future, and instead of just daydreaming what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We've all heard, sit down, stop talking, quit going so fast and making everyone else uncomfortable, but we are hardwired differently. We are the evolutionary hunters, the most important people in the world. Because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution. And we always will be. This is episode 22, An Entrepreneurial Personality Type and the Holocaust. A few months ago, I was in Southern California and I recorded a podcast with Daniel Geffen from Can I Pick Your Brain? And I was in a rental house where there was no air conditioning. Southern California was in the middle of a uh, heat wave. We had made a tragic mistake in our reservation making, and I almost canceled this recording. But I'm so glad that I didn't. Because within minutes of talking to Daniel, who was on the other side of the world in Israel, I realized I had met a kindred spirit. He and I had an incredible conversation that lasted about an hour. But everyone who's listened to the podcast told me that the last 15 minutes were magical. I've gone back and listened to them myself because I didn't really remember what was said. I just remembered feeling an amazing connection to my brother on the other side of the world that I had never met before. And I want to share the close of that podcast with you. And here's the setup. Daniel and I had been discussing how he felt complacent, how he felt like he just wasn't motivated anymore, and how he had created a level of success that had made him comfortable, had created safety, and he just didn't feel compelled and driven as much as he used to be. And it was frustrating him. And we pick up where I share with him what drives me, what compels me forward, and what pushes me to do even more every day, even though I'm in a similar financial and stability situation. Here I share why entrepreneurs, especially those that are successful, get up every day, demand the future change, Come back to the present and make it real and put up with the vulnerability and exposure that it takes to do exactly that. Daniel Geffen, can I pick your brain? I hope you enjoy this. You know, about four years ago, I went through a similar awakening and I was writing a book called Constructive Company and and really as an effort to help entrepreneurs because this has always been my tribe. And, uh, you know, I was always the weird kid in school and and the older I got and the more I worked with successful people, the more I realized they were all the weird kid in school. And and I started to realize that my tribe was right. That my 
I, my tribe was the people who were running businesses and who were doing things. So I was going to write this book on how to run a business. And I got to the part for the book proposal where I wrote about my client and it became <laughs> 25,000 words in a weekend. Wow. And spilled out. And I realized that the people I want to help are, you know, the people who have always been told there's something wrong with them. And, you know, growing up, I went from um, special education in school, which means that you're getting additional help to when they did testing. I was uh, I was put in advanced classes. Then I then I got put back into normal classes and back to advanced classes. And I was completely confused as a kid. I didn't understand social situations. Wow. And, and as an adolescent and a young adult, I was told I had ADD and ADHD, bipolar. I was depressed. <laughs> I was manic. Um, you know, I uh, I had teachers tell me I, I had learning disorders. I, I was dyslexic, dysmorphic, dysgraphic, all kinds of shit. <laughs> and and by the time I was, you know, in my mid-teens, I, I, I mean, I, I think I had heard so much negative that I decided like, wow, everywhere I turn, it's negative. So I better figure this out on my own. And, um, you know, I, I felt like I was so separated from success that I couldn't even see it from where I was. And so I, I, as a kid, I obsessively read books and I, I started with self-help. And the problem was by the time I got to the 10th book, it started contradicting the first one. Yes. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? And, and I it know just exactly confused the shit about. out of me. You're literally describing me. It's quite funny. The whole thing, the whole thing from being in school and everything from being alone and realizing you got to figure this out yourself because nobody else gets you. And literally it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's scary. It's not scary, Daniel. We're brothers. We just didn't realize it because our whole lives, we were convinced we were different. Because when you look at the systems in the world, they might work for everyone else, but they break people like us down. And over time, we are convinced that we are isolated, alone, and a party of one. And what happened to me was I started reading about successful people because self-help was confusing and and so I just wanted to learn like I, I instinctively started looking at examples and I expected to find something different I expected to find something that I didn't have I expected to find some magical power and 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 here's what what happens mm. if you read like 10 biographies it does seem that way yeah but I said I was obsessive and, and you know, even though I'm dyslexic, when I'm alone and, 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 and I'm not bothered, I can read really, really fast. I kind of get into a zone where I can absorb quickly and I've, <laughs> I've read thousands of biographies right. of successful people and here's what you find. They were all disordered. They were all different. They were all told they weren't good enough. They were all pushed down and shoved down and had to overcome. And the more I read about successful people, the more I realized they were just like me. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, for anyone who's listening, who's felt like me, like you've been alone, like you're different, like there is no place for you. One, I want you to think about building a business because you don't need insulation, you need an empire. Because the rest of the world, they're out to get us. And two, I want you to think about anyone throughout history you remember. 
anyone who matters to be remembered, anyone who's ever inspired you or whose names made you think twice or who you felt like, I want to be a little bit like them. Mm -hmm. What I want you to know is that that is your club. That is who you are. That is your tribe. And you're part of the most important group in history. And you are not alone, and there is nothing wrong with you. Wow. That's incredible. Uh, we hit a nerve, huh? <laughs> it's a raw nerve. Why? Why do you think it's so raw? Because I have been in the room and on the plane and at the resort and <laughs> um, in the helicopter. <laughs> with the person who has um, dedicated their lives to creating a company that serves the world. And um, I have watched the aggressive um, attacks and uh, pursuit and um, criticism that they endure because they're one of the few people in the world who's brave enough to stand up and say, it can be better, it can be something new, it can be something different, and we can make this world a better place. And they're one of the even fewer that is willing to go out and get the leverage, be vulnerable enough, expose themselves enough and insist that the world changes. And I think every person listening to this podcast not only has that capability, but it is exactly that person. And I don't want any of you to ever feel like you can't because the rest of the world says so because you can. And throughout history, the person who didn't have everything it took the person who was broken, that didn't speak like everyone else, that didn't learn like everyone else, read like everyone else, grow up the same way, or even look the same way, is exactly the person who went on to change the world. And I don't want any of you to forget it. Wow. That's incredible. You know who the one person that kept showing up in my mind while you were saying that? It was my grandfather. It's wild. My, my grandfather was in the Holocaust and he was about 14 years old and he watched both of his parents get shot in the head in front of him and eight of his siblings, all of them murdered. And when the bullets were flying, one bullet hit him in the shoulder and he, he lay down amongst all the bodies and he knew that if he got up, they would shoot him again and he could die and so he lay there until it got dark and then he climbed out and then they caught him and they hung him twice because the first time the sirens went off and he managed to escape and the second time the sirens went off again and he escaped and then another time he was by the gas chambers. He was about 15 feet from the gas chambers. And a Nazi was standing right next to him with a horse. And the horse made on the Nazi's boot. 
And the Nazi turned round to the person closest to him, who was my grandfather, and he said, come out here, you dirty Jew, and clean this up. And my grandfather bent down and cleaned up the boot. And the Nazi said, get out of here. When my grandfather was liberated, he had every right mm. to give up on life. He, he literally watched life just, just die. Like he was, he was, he just saw death all the time. And how many people just drugged themselves up and how many people just committed suicide and how many people just gave up and they had every right to give up. But my grandfather, for whatever reason, and I, and I think it's because of this fact that you're talking about, he saw a better future and he rebuilt himself and he built up his family and because of him, I'm alive today. And that's who I think of when, like, to me, that is he, he was, I mean, he passed away two years ago at the age of 83, but he was the epitome of, I don't even, I can't even say the word entrepreneur because it's just so abused and how can I, he's like, that's not the word, like it's, he was an hero. evolutionary. He was an evolutionary. He was a hero. He was a hero. Yeah. Yeah. See, Daniel, that's who you are. And uh, when you feel that 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 complacency, it's um, it's just a reconnection to who you want to serve, and meditating and thinking about and writing about that person that will change everything for you. And if you take the next couple of days and think about it and give yourself some space and take some long walks and um, drink a lot of water and eat some healthy foods and start thinking about who it is that really matters to you in the world, you, like every other evolutionary entrepreneur throughout history, will connect to a tribe and go change the world. Wow. wow. Alex, it has been like, really, I'm, I'm so honored to have had you on the show. Um, I'm so glad that we got to meet. I'm also so glad that Daniel and I had the opportunity to meet and to record that podcast. And each time I listen to that closing sequence that you just listened to, I get emotional because I don't believe anyone truly speaks for the entrepreneur. I don't believe that anyone speaks for the most successful among us financially, who are the most exposed among us and the most vulnerable among us to the world. And when I look at the history of humanity, it's often the person who is willing to stand up, declare things must change, call out the incongruencies in the world and demand that they are different, that becomes the most successful due to the incredible contribution they're making to the world around them. And I believe that you, listening to this right now, have that same capacity, that same capability. And if you're listening to me, you were born to go do that. And I'm glad to be a part of your journey. If you have a minute, take a second now, subscribe to this podcast, and leave us a review. Let us know what you think. 
And if you'd like more information on the entrepreneurial personality type and you haven't done it yet, download a copy of my book at freemomentumbook.com, freemomentumbook.com. Join us on our next episode, 23, where I will share why morning routines create momentum and how you can create a scientifically supported morning routine that will change every day and it will change the rest of your life.